All right, folks, we're talking about, uh, this is going to be elementary, my dear Data. That's the episode we're talking about, episode, season three, season two, episode three. Uh, now, this isn't shore leave. It's rond. I don't know if it's rendezvous leave because the captain's log, it's start date 42-2-86.3. And they're three days early for a rendezvous uh, with the USS Victory. And so they got nothing to do, and then we start out in, in engineering. Uh, oh, also a couple of notes here before I get to the um, action. The HD, the, the, the Enterprise looked great. The HD uh, sh- shots of the ship in this episode phenomenal. Uh, it just really lit in a great way. Uh, we see Data walking with ver- with purpose uh, in Gren- in Grenium. In, in in engineering, he runs into Ensign Clancy, who has a cat that ate the canary smile or grin. And she says, yeah, and Data goes, is there a problem? Jordy said, get down here. Or Captain, Chief Engineer LaForge said, urgent. Uh, and she's smiling. She goes, he's over there with the victory. And Data walks out, but he looks back at her uh, like uh, he's confused. He rolls up on Jordy. And Jordy goes, something's weird going on with your assistant. Uh, we're not going to run into victory for three days, but uh, and Jordy's chipper. There's no other way to describe it. Joyful. Joyful Jordy, I guess, would be the best way to describe it. He says, yeah, she she already thinks it arrived. Well, not the Starship, the original. And Jordy shows him, a, I don't know like what scale it is, but it's a giant uh, model ship Jordy's built. Uh, three mast uh, sailing ship, yellow and black, three, uh, three floors of cannons, uh, and Jordy and Data get down low and they look at the deck of the ship, uh, and they're really looking close up at it. Jordy made it by hand, uh, for Captain Zambada, the uh, captain of the victory, an old friend of Jordy's. Also reminded me, of the, I think I, maybe I talked about this in another episode or maybe I just thought about it. The War at Sea, the Art of War at Sea was an old computer game I used to play a lot. And the ship reminded me of it. It was a, it took a, a big learning curve on this game. And we're talking in the, I don't know if this was a VGA game. I think it was probably, maybe it was in the VGA era, maybe it was in the CGA era, but... Uh, once you learned, this was one of these games that taught you a keyboard shortcuts, so it was good uh, to learn. Uh, so, uh, Jordy and, uh, uh, this is just a great episode. It gets better every second. Uh, so, uh, Jordy says, uh, let's see, you know, he's, he's showing the ship to Data, and Data says, you said it was urgent, uh, and Jordy hands Data a blue cloth sack, and it is one of those, uh, I don't know what you call these pipes, but a big ass pipe, like you'd blow bubbles out of, uh, or if you're in, you know, uh, Sherlock Holmes, which, uh, data puts it in his mouth, uh, and he bites down hard. So it makes a sound. And this is when jo- joyful Jordy's joy, 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 Jordy's got it down in his heart for this episode. Uh, cause he says, uh, data says, my Watson, and Jordy says, yeah, I've shown you one of your one of my dreams. He goes, let's go take part in one of yours. Uh, and Data says, yeah, yeah, sounds good. And Jordy says, Clancy will be gone a while. 
uh, no, no, make sure nobody messes at the uh, ship. And she says, where can we reach you? And Data's in character, and he gives this dramatic uh, voice, uh, and he says he can be reached at 20, 221B Baker Street, and you know we're in for a treat. And then we see Data and Jordy. At first, I thought Data was in a robe, but it's really full costumes uh, at the entrance to the holodeck. Jordy's in a suit, uh, like as he's uh, Watson. Uh, but Data has like a quilted robe, like a robe where the inside is like a quilt. Uh, I, I guess like this is like Homes After Dark. I thought that was on Cinemax back in the 1980s. Uh, but that was a different. But but anyway, he, he uh, they go into the uh, holodeck. They enter uh, what I can only assume is Sherlock Holmes's office or lounge. Uh, very impressive, very detailed. There's books, there's either one or two fireplaces, there's glasses, there's uh, thick maroon curtains, there's an orchid. Uh, Data's happy. He runs the uh, stem of his pipe across the book spines. Uh, and then I said, two, is there two fireplaces or just, uh, the, just switching to the camera? Jordy makes a like a like a mistake that I think an engineer would have known. He like uh, opens the top of a bottle and sniffs it, like close to his nose, uh, which I thought you're supposed to. I don't know. I don't think you're supposed to do that kind of stuff. Uh, then we have like a little fun sequence where Data picks up a violin, and he goes to the fireplace, and his back is to us. So I'm assuming they had a stunt violinist uh, there, or vice. A stunt, a viol, music, music, musical double, body double. I don't know. Well, it's a really fun scene. J- Data starts to play the uh, violin. Jordy sits in a chair. His legs are crossed. He's very impressed with Data's uh, uh, playing. Data's in full robe. Uh, list. Oh, and uh, Jordy starts like uh, narrating a Sherlock Holmes adventure, uh, which is fun. Uh, talking about, I don't know, just a fun little sequence. Uh, in my hands of my friend Sherlock Holmes, a violin ceases to be a musical instrument, and then there's a knock at the door, and it's uh, Chief Lespector, Inspector Lestrade. This is at 750. He's with a Josh Brolin-esque character, and uh, they, they're, you know, Lestrade's like, we, we have some help, and Data says, I say, your perturbation... Uh, like, he just says, like, he uses a lot of big words, and Jordy Brake, Brake's character goes, Data, did Holmes really talk like that? And he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, and then Lestrade's like, you know, this Josh Brolin-like character needs a hand. He's dealing dealing with some stuff. Uh, Jordy tries to turn on a light, and then Data solves the crime within four seconds. The guy's got a... Missing photograph that he's actually hiding on him. Steeped in political intrigue, but Jordy's not happy about it. He says, computer freeze program. Oh, also Data swaggered up to the dude and pulls his pocket back. That's how he reads, reveals it. But And then Jordy freezes the program, storms out. Then they're in 10 forward because Data's hurrying after him. Jordy, Jordy, what's wrong? Yeah. And in ten forward, they're still in costume. Uh, and I thought when someone would at least go WTF or like someone that's close to them would be like, "Yo, what's up?" Uh, 
What do you guys, just there a party we don't know about? Like, like, uh, uh, also on their table, it's like a green scented table, a green scented candle and two different size, uh, white and silver spheres, which I thought were interesting. Uh, but Jordy's not happy because he's like, I thought, he goes, it does, it's not a fun game if you instantly solve everything, Data. You kind of ruined it. Like, uh, it seemed like jo- Jordy's like, uh, uh, advocating for his wants uh, in role play, it does, and he's cause he wants a slow. You know, he wants a slow role play. Data, if you can't take a hint, you should listen to this podcast with a little mystery added in. You know, for titillate. You know, for fun. He he wants a game. He doesn't want to just get right to the solution. Data, and believe me, I've been on the end of this speech, so don't worry, Data. It's, you'll, 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 who knows? But then Dr. Pulaski is listening in. And this is where, like, uh, I kind of lost respect for Dr. Pulaski. I'll just be honest. She, she seems really passive-aggressive here, or aggressive-passive, almost more aggressive than passive but not in a direct way. I don't know what the right word is, uh, like subverting data a little bit or his, uh, inte- I don't know. Cause she's like, uh, well, data could never, he's just, he can only play. He can't beat someone like Sherlock Holmes. Uh, he's just a robot. And this is Jordy's best friend. So he goes, no, no, deductive reasoning is data's strength. Uh, and she goes, yeah, but he, Holmes had a soul, uh, and he, he understood, you know, that, that people do the good, you know, people, the great gray area we live in called life. Uh, Data doesn't understand that. Uh, he's just programmed. He doesn't have a human intuition. And Jordy goes, you're being unfair. And she goes, I don't think so. He wouldn't, he couldn't solve a book he hasn't memorized or something. And she, Data goes, well, I've memorized all the books, actually. And Jordy goes, well, maybe we could come up with something like a home style where you wouldn't know the outcome. And Pulaski says, you know, he wouldn't be able to win. And Data, very, I uh, appreciate it. He says, I accept your challenge, doctor. Let's see. Uh, Jordy just wants some, Jordy wants today to show some effort, be appreciated. Uh, Pulaski was amused, but also rude, I said, uh, like when I was watching her body language. Uh, but don't worry, the the worm turns on this one. Also, uh, hopefully I'll remember to talk about the engine sounds in this. Uh, uh, says, but Data's happy he's, when he says, I accept your challenge. He's not, this is at 11.15. Uh, he says, I accept your challenge, Doctor. And uh, uh, Jordy says, good for you, buddy. And he goes, we're going to go back and I'll take the computer on. He goes, and you can be a witness, uh, Pulaski. And uh, she says, I wouldn't miss it for the world. And Data says, come, Watson. I uh, just love Data's look at this. He puts his pipe in his mouth with a snap. And then we cut to commercial. Oh, so the engine sounds. And I see uh, someone in our Facebook group posted, a, like, a long loop of it. Really distinct at the uh, ad breaks or the teaser, whatever you call it, the bumper between the ad breaks. uh where they show the exterior of the ship. And I, I don't know if that's true, if you can hear noise in space or not. I think I've heard it both ways. I tell you what, at Earth's gravity or in the vacuum of space, my thoughts still don't make sense. So so we get back, and Data is in the full full Holmes outfit, full houndstooth Holmes, that's what I called it, except a Holmes, not Holmes. 
He's got the hound suit, overcoat, or sooth, however you say that, double billed cap. Uh, Data's in, or Jordy's in a standard Watson, which, you know, is like, uh, you know, standard Watson, you know what that is. And then uh, Pulaski's like in a, like a maroon dress, so she's a, a fluttering a fan. She's got a feathered hat. They go out into the streets of London after they tell the computer. Uh, you know, they're like, okay, we're going to do a Sherlock Holmes type mystery. And it, it's like a, like very, uh, very cool. London looks great. Uh, they, uh, are in front of the Flaxville wheat market on Tory Muse street. Uh, there's quality and service in one of the places. Uh, this is at 1237. Uh, there's like a, uh, meat like uh, meat pies and a uh, mailbox, and then Data's like standing behind, uh, grinning behind Jordy, and uh, Jordy has his hands in his vest pockets, uh, like double, like double pocket watches or something. Pulaski has gloves on. Something walks by. Uh, I don't know, like uh, fresh meat pies. I don't know. And then at 15, oh, no, they're 15, 16. These are the house numbers. A chemist, uh, then Data says there's a ruse going on. And they're at the League of the Redheaded, uh, the Redheaded League. Those are the, um, the, uh, the, that's the underworld hangout. I guess the Redheads are up to no trouble. Uh, but someone's setting up Jabez Wilson, who's walking down the street. And Data figures that out. He says he deduces it, uh, yeah, but Pulaski says, nope, he didn't deduce anything. And she doesn't even do it in a calm way. She calls him a fraud. This is, I think, where that was it for Pulaski and I. Uh, she goes, you didn't do fraud. You didn't deduce anything. You just combined. It was a combination of two different uh, home stories. Fraud, she says again. And Data goes, I reasoned from the general to the specific. Isn't that what deduction is? Actually, he goes, I have a dictionary in my brain. And she goes, no, 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 no. She goes, inspiration, original thoughts are what Holmes was doing. You're just doing variations on a theme. She goes, you'd short-circuit an original mystery. It's elementary, my dear Data. And Jordy again steps up. He goes, hold on, hold your role. I guess Data, Jordy gets a little too into it. He goes, we'll see whose circuit's short out at the seashore. And then this is the first time I saw this, but Jordy calls for an arch, and a computer arch appears uh, where he can interface. But there's someone watching in the background. Um, you know, someone will soon figure out who that is. Uh, also, I didn't like how uh, Polanski was talking about Data to Jordy like Data wasn't there. I guess they have a list of grievances. She, I'll tell you what, she's no Dr. Beverly Crusher. And I, I can only imagine her face when I asked for a second opinion. If I had, you know, if I was there on season two, I don't know what, like, uh, where is this? I just don't like. I guess I still like to stick up for data. I've got a little of forge in me. Uh, get uh, you get irritated. The point of data. You get over here. Calls for the arch. Uh, the man looks on from the distance. Jordy it, it programs the computer. He says, Holmesian style, create a mystery to confound Data with an opponent with the ability to defeat him. And the computer goes, what are the parameters? And Pulaski says, what does that mean? And Jordy says, uh, 
how far to take the game. It was, I don't know if this is exposition or what, but Pulaski goes, like, uh, limit the risk? And Jordy goes, no, no, no. Whatever is necessary to accomplish the directive, create an adversary capable of defeating data. They put no and no to Pulaski. Oh, that's the way she says it. He, she goes, what is Pulaski? You know, what does uh, that mean? He goes, no. And then there's a shot of the bridge where Worf is looking at some readout and it makes a beep. He looks to Riker. Riker says, what's up? He goes, it was an odd surge of power. And then they walk off from the computer arch and uh, there's two drunken sailors. What would you do with them? I don't know. But there's a man watching the same man stunned. He puts his hat on and there's a woman there behind him. Oh, first they go back to the, uh, it, it doesn't matter, Lake Pulaski, like, but there's one behind him. She goes, uh, you are right, Professor? He goes, I feel like a new man. And he goes, Arch, and then the computer Arch appears. He goes, what do we have here? And the computer goes, computer standing by. And more, this it turns out this is Moriarty. He says, what are you doing? And the computer says, if you refer to the Arch, it's a computer control. Uh, she goes, do you want to imp- do any input? She goes, no, not at this time. And the woman says, this is, you know, dark magic, Moriarty. And he goes, the best kind, I'm sure, but I need information. And then Data and Jordy are walking and talking. No sign of Pulaski. Uh, then they call out, they find a shoe. And they go, geez, the doctor took a walk without her shoe. And Jordy goes, no, 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 the doctor's messing with us, putting you on a goose chase to embarrass you. Uh, Two men as Data dramatically grasps the shoe. Oh, he figures out, he says, she she left with two men, which never, there's no payoff to that. Uh, uh, But maybe it's because it is actually a goose chase. uh, because Jordy's like, she's going to be telling everyone. But then there's like a pull into J- 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 Data's face. He says, there's a game afoot. He goes, come Watson. Because he, he starts to deduce things from the way the shoe and the footsteps. And the close-up is at 1835. Uh, come Watson. And then uh, Jordy, like, uh, he, he looks even amused. Uh, he's breathing. Then there's a commercial break. Yeah, then we get a long shot of like a cobblestone lane, and then Data and Watson run to the end of the lane. And then Data, who's in character, uh, says, listen to those footfalls, Watson, we're on the right track. Uh, two two people, Pulaski's with them. And Jordy goes, is this because of the home story? And he goes, no, no, no. He goes, I'm deducing, bro. He goes, I hear shuffling and, and uh, you know, cobblestoning. He goes, uh, pure and simple. Uh, and then they run after the footfalls, and then they hear him again. They go, there they are again. Also, as Jordy has to hustle to keep up with Data. Data breaks character for a second and then goes back into character a couple times, but, but uh, like uh, on purpose. Uh, so it's just another joyous way, reason to watch this episode. And there's a couple foghorn sounds. Uh, and then the Jordy scratches his head at some point when Data's doing some analysis. Then they hear the footfalls. Then they both run. Oh, this is like, and then they see Moriarty's profile, or I do. You, you, we see it. They don't. Uh, and they're led down a dead end. And but then the uh, Lestrade shows up. He goes, uh, Professor Holmes, uh, I got us over here. He goes, Come on. 
And even then, like, uh, they say, geez, what is the game? Is the game gone off on its own? Like, is this a choose your own adventure? And Data wants nothing to do with this. This is like a side thing. He, like, someone, somebody scraped their knee. He goes, this is just a knee scrape here. He's like, we got to carry on, but then, what, like, Jordy wants to play. So he says, I think I solved this knee scrape. He goes, there's a banana peel and uh, that. And then Data goes, no, no, no. The, the, the Holmes goes, I'm sorry, Jordy. But Jordy holds his lapels the whole time. And he says, this is what happened. He goes, it was a sneeze. And then this, uh, you know, so the yada, yada, yada saves the day. But while he's saving the day, he sees Moriarty watching over his shoulder. And he goes, this is a really uh, uh, strange thing. He goes, and now for strictly personal reasons, I must leave. And that's right around 20. For strictly personal reasons, I must leave. That's like 22 minutes. Uh, and as they head out, they break a character again. Because uh, uh, Jordy goes, uh, Data goes, if this isn't connected, and uh, this is an independent program. And Data says, yeah. And Jordy goes, why? And Data goes, I don't know. And Jordy goes, do you know what's going to happen next? And no. And Jordy's excited about this. He goes, perfect. Uh, where to now? He goes, we'll find, he goes, Pulaski's in there. And Jordy goes, how do you know? He goes, it's uh, obvious. Uh, and he goes, why is it obvious? He goes, we're supposed to be, we're supposed to find, find our way. He goes, you know, he goes, you set up a nemesis, and that's where our nemesis is. Holmes's nemesis, Professor Moriarty. And Jordy's really really excited. He goes, now, this is getting interesting. And then they're in a warehouse. Data actually has a magnifying glass out. They find a hidden door in a bookcase, and they roll into this luxury lab parlor. It's got candelabras, red carpets, red chairs, and Moriarty watches, uh, and he nods at Holmes, and then uh, Data breaks character, because uh, Moriarty goes, the time for games is over. Or first, maybe he doesn't break character right away. He goes, uh, Data goes, Moriarty, right? And then, you know, Jordy's still playing both sides, and Moriarty goes, yep, and uh, just like uh, I knew you were here, uh, welcome, um, Holmes, but not Holmes, and Watson, but not Watson. And then Jordy's like, what do you mean? Uh, and Data goes, where's Dr. Pulaski? And he goes, she's here. And Data goes, she probably didn't tell you anything. And Morty goes, she provided many answers. Uh, don't you forget I'm your equal, Holmes? I've read her expressions. What she's not said is as important as her words. And Data goes, everything okay? And he goes, well, my mind's crowded with images. He goes, thoughts I can't understand but not purge. Uh, he goes, you two look and act so odd. And I've never seen you, but I'm familiar with you. It's confusing. He goes, I felt new realities at the edge of my consciousness, ready to break through. He goes, surely, Holmes, if anybody can understand, it's you. And Jordy is shocked. He goes, Data, holy moly. And Data says, say nothing. And Moriarty says, I know there's a great power named computer, power, more powerful than the Oracle at Delphi. Uh, it controls all of this, and we can speak to it, Arch. And then the Arch appears. Uh, and Jordy goes, Data, can't, you shouldn't be able to call for the Arch. Uh, and the first time I, I watched this, I didn't quite pick up on this, but... Uh, 
This is really interesting. Moriarty says, it described a great shape on which I am like a fly on a turtle's back, adrift in a great emptiness. And we can't see the picture, but he goes, what is this, Holmes? And Data takes a piece of paper and, like, just heads right off. He, he's totally like, what? Oh, boy. And Jordy goes, Data, wait, wait, wait. And uh, Moriarty goes, why does that worry you, Holmes? And then they exit. Uh, Data tries to shut it down, but the computer won't shut the uh, holograph down. And they're walking the halls, him and Jordy. Uh, and Jordy's like, it's still running. And Data goes, yeah, we got to go tell the captain. And he goes, w w what's on the paper? And Jordy shows him, and it's like the, sh the Enterprise. Uh, and Jordy's like, that's impossible. He goes, how does a character from London draw the Enterprise? Uh, and he goes, what about Pulaski? And Data goes, this is like a serious business now, Jordy. we got to move. And Data says, this is serious business, Jordy. we got to get to the captain. So then they head to the captain... And there's a whole like a staff meeting, and Picard goes, "Why couldn't it shut down?" And the computer says, uh, "We override protocol." And Picard says, "On whose authority?" And she says, uh, "The computer says Jordy LaForge." Uh, and Jordy goes, "Me." And then Picard goes, "Okay, well, let's slow this down. Start where it happened." And Jordy says, "Well, Doctor Pulaski, you was messing with my best friend about uh, data couldn't solve a mystery." And Picard goes, okay, so you asked the computer to solve a mystery. And Jordy goes, yeah, with the worthy opponent. And Picard says, worthy of a Holmes? And then Data goes, no, no, worthy of data. Or Jordy says, worthy of data. That's what it is. And Picard says, merde, I think, yeah, which is a bad word, I think, in French. Or maybe that's mierda, but uh, in Spanish, but... Uh, uh, Jordy's like, Captain, and uh, I'm so sorry. And he goes, okay, don't worry about it. Uh, he goes, the Moriarty called for the arch. Uh, and Data goes, or Picard says, okay, so he can get into the computer. And then Data's like, yeah, and with all our files, uh, I would have to try to find a way to create a true adversary. And Picard says, theorize Data, what are its limits? And he goes, well, it's still a fictional character with 19th century knowledge. And Riker goes, but tapping into 24th century knowledge. And uh, Data goes, yeah, he goes, uh, and then Worf goes, you know, I could sweep the holodeck. Uh, and Data goes, yeah, it's a bad idea. Pulaski's still down there. And then they say, uh, what about getting rid of the holograms? Uh, and Jordy goes, well, I don't think we could do that without Pulaski. You know, hologram wash isn't exactly good for people either. And then Troy goes, Captain, something's coming from the holodeck, a unifying force or a single consciousness trying to put everything in focus. And then Data goes, that's the explanation. In programming Moriarty to best me, it had to acquire something which I couldn't possess. And Picard goes, what's that? And he goes, consciousness. And then the ship, like, rocks up and down. And they see, geez, the holodeck two took over control of the ship for a second. And Picard says, Data, we better get down there. And Data goes, okay, I'll get out of this home. And then Picard goes, no, 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 I'll put it, I'll put on a costume. We're going undercover. 
And then we're back in Moriarty's lab where there's like a wheel turning on like this steam-driven type machine. Pulaski's sitting and Moriarty's getting her tea. Says one lump or two, but she doesn't understand that. But still she seems really amused like this is still a game. This scene seems like it was a little bit like it could have been earlier. It kind of seemed like it was uh, it's out of order. Yeah, but she wants some scones, so they eat some scones. Moriarty plays with his hands uh, and uh, calls for the arch, uh, punches some buttons, uh, but he can't remember the last command. Uh, then at uh, 3355, there's this Princess Bride moment because uh, he tries to quiz Pulaski. He goes, yeah, geez, he goes, are we traveling in a great vessel? And she goes, I don't know what you're talking about. And uh, he goes, uh, he goes, uh, she said, uh, like, do you like these scones? She goes, you're way different than the Moriarty I read about. Uh, she, he goes, well, I'm not great, by the way. And he goes, I'm going to bring my my world and your world. I'm going to use my world's knowledge to figure out yours. She goes, I don't know what you're talking about. And he goes, of course you do, madam. The more you proclaim your ignorance, the more you try to mislead lead me, the more I am on to you. Every silence speak vo- speaks volumes. And it just reminded me of that one scene with uh, the Iocane powder and uh, Princess Bride. And Pulaski says, well, anyway, thanks for the tea and crumpets. I'm going to be going. And he goes, where? Uh, to the Enterprise? He's got like a chalk drawing with some math on it about the Enterprise. And she goes, yeah, do you want to come? And he goes, in time, I'm going to leave and join you out there. Or are we already there? And she, Pulaski says, we're in London. She goes, what are you up to? And he goes, well, I sit the bait. I'm just waiting for your captain, Jean-Luc Picard, which I said, holy mackerel, how did he do know that? And Pulaski says, who's that? She, she's totally getting schooled. And he goes, how well you uh, know. And his hook is the steam machine. Then it's 3458. Worf comes out of a room or elevator. He's putting on gray gloves. He's totally in a suit. He looks like a, he looks great. Uh, I put rad here in my notes. Uh, even Riker, he goes, nice suit. Uh, Worf goes, darn tootin'. No, he says, thank you. And Data says, shall we go? And Picard has like a top hat. He pops it open with his cane. Picard is so smooth. And he tells the computer to open the door and they go in. Uh, And the top of the London is fading. The characters kind of seem in rougher shape, a little bit like the Dickens Fair. Like like in the Dickens Fair, you don't look up. That's like the main thing. Uh, It's more fun if you, you stay at eye level. And people are kind of clutching on to one another. Uh, let's see. There's a Allen Stout store or something. They put note. Uh, uh, then uh, Picard bends down and picks up a coin. It's a tuppence. Uh, and Data says, what? He goes, two pence. Uh, good luck. Uh, we're going to need it. And then a ruffian comes and says, hey, give me your tuppence. And Data goes, no. Uh, and then they, they go on their way again. Oh yeah. That was the name of the, st- the pub noted Allen stout stores. So then there's a slope into the bookcase with a Creek, uh, in like steam kind of going through that's at 3710. 
And then they walk in, and this was, you got to watch this, 3710. Uh, it's This is probably one of the funniest scenes ever, like, uh, unintentionally. Like, because Pulaski's into, like, a mid, like, Pulaski's up to, like, they walk in, uh, Moriarty's at his machine. He looks up gently. I put double WTF, uh, G, GIF, you need to GIF this moment, uh, like, because uh, Pulaski looks up, uh, and she, like, almost jumps up like she's bu- was busted by her parents coming in, or, ba- like, she's a babysitter or something, and she's in, like, this uh, stupor, and she's trying to get all the crumbs off of her uh, and button up her coat. It, it was, like, I, I must have watched it 20 times. Uh, uh, it's hilarious. I'm going to watch it right now. Here they go. They're walking in. Uh, like, uh, very slowly into the lounge. Uh, now Moriarty's looking over at Data. He says, Captain Picard. And then, uh, oh man, you gotta watch it. She jumps right up. She's still chewing and she's trying to act like she wasn't up to anything. Uh, but she quickly re- regains her digni- dignity. And, uh, Moriarty says, Yes, I'm civilized. I give scones out. Then he shakes the ship again. And we see Troy and Riker on the bridge exchanging, you know, looks. He calls to Worf, who says, in no, ch- no change, uh, he has serious Troy look, uh, and uh, Riker's worried look. And then we're back in Moriarty's room. Picard's holding his gloves. The dude looks like a strapping as any hero I've ever seen in my life. Uh, like, so, so, like, a heroic, uh, but in first data standing behind him. And then as they talk, data steps up and capitulates to Moriarty and holds out his hand, which Moriarty's worried at. He looks at his machine. Yeah, but the, what's happening dialogue-wise is that Ricardo goes, dude, you're just, like, a conjured-up image to, to, to defeat Holmes, uh, and he goes, when we're done, we're going to turn this program off, uh, so cut it out. Uh, and Data goes, yep, I capitulate to the better man, your victory. And more, more he goes, no, 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 it's gone beyond the game, Mr. Data. I'm not calling you Holmes. Uh, whatever I was when this began, I've grown. And I'm understanding things. I got the power to shake the ship, as you can see. And Picard goes, yeah, but uh, you're just trying to get my attention, shaking the ship. Uh, what, what do you want? And Moriarty goes, the same thing you do to exist. Uh, he goes, uh, he goes, you know, if the ship's not here, doesn't that matter to you? He goes, uh, which is a pun, because for matter is what I am not. Uh, computers taught me I'm made up of energy. And Picard takes off his hat, uh, yeah, Moriarty keeps his hand on his little lever for his machine. And uh, Data just stands there. He's like the rest of the like a few minutes while Picard speaks to Data. It's almost staring with unblink. He blinks a couple times, but most of the time he's just staring. Uh, like, you know, if you're stoic or what. Uh, but Picard says, uh, uh, he says, Jesus, what do I want? Matter, I'm made up of energy. And Picard goes, well, it's not entirely true. He goes, the holodeck uses a principle of kind of like a, trans- a device we call a transporter. He goes, when we live, we've learned that energy and matter are interchangeable. And he goes, in the holodeck, energy is converted to matter. He goes, thus you have substance, but only here. 
And then Pulaski's got to pipe in. Maradio goes, if I'm not on the holodeck, and Pulaski says, then you cease to exist. And, you know, this isn't Picard's first uh, holodeck rodeo. So he says, dude, you're, you don't exist. Uh, you're only, and Moriarty goes, well, if you're, you're saying I'm only holographic, but uh, how are you positive? And Picard goes, I'm positive. Uh, and Moriarty goes, well, what about data? He goes, is he, is he a life or is he a machine? And Picard goes, no, he is more. And Moriarty goes, exactly. Cogito ero, er, ergo sum. Think, therefore, I am. And Ricard goes, yeah, but uh, this was a tough like way to like try to end this episode. Like, uh, really, like, uh, Moriarty goes, well, for me, that's all that matters. He goes, you had your computer program, uh, uh, 19th century nemesis, uh, but I'm no longer that creation. I've changed, and I'm aware of my own consciousness. And Picard, you know, brings him, drops some real reality on him. He goes, listen, I'm in charge of the ship and the crew. And Marty goes, well, I want my existence. Uh, Picard goes, well, I'm not sure that's possible. And Moriarty goes, well, then you're going to have to, you know, reboot me, Captain. And Picard goes, I don't think I can give you what you want anyway. And Morty goes, why? You can't convert holodeck matter into a permanent form? He goes, Picard goes, yeah, that's it. Uh, he goes, don't you? He goes, if you could do that, can you imagine the like uh, how many people would go on the holodeck, fall in love? And he goes, our ship, you know, couldn't handle the matter. And Moriarty goes, can you explain that to me again? And Picard goes, Ooh, in, in in PG terms, he goes, you he goes, uh, kind of like a he goes, whatever was going on with the crumpets on the couch with Pulaski. Imagine if she could take that with her. Uh, he goes, everybody on the ship would do that, and probably more than once. Uh, and Moriarty goes, well, that's not really fair for me. And Picard goes, yeah, it's a pity. It's too bad. Uh, and he goes, yeah. He goes, well, I've been fascinated. He goes, I, I don't want to like uh, go back to being just plain up energy. And Picard goes, yeah, let's... Uh, and then he goes, it's rough, man. But he goes, I, you know, I can't have any of these weird st- stuff to put some of my crews into walking around the ship. He goes, it's bad enough when Riker comes back from Risa. He goes, it almost ruined all of Starfleet. Uh, and Moriarty goes, madam, I've enjoyed your company. He goes, uh, computer, cancel the override and return control of the main computer. He goes, Captain, my fate is in your hands as it always was. And Picard calls Riker. He goes, Riker, I got it under control. And he goes, listen, man, the computer's got a backup. He goes, tons of memory. Memory's cheap even now. He goes, uh, he goes, I'll have him do a double backup of you, put you in the cloud. And he goes, maybe we can bring you back. And then Picard goes, computer, uh, make sure you format all, dri- all drives to Moriarty as soon as he's gone. And then Moriarty goes, well, he didn't hear that part, though. So he goes, oh, maybe I'll see you again, madam. And Pulaski goes, nope, no one's going to see me after the season because uh, I'm too rude to data. Is it, can you hear the glee in Scooter's voice at my misfortune? And Pulaski, Moriarty goes, well, I can share in it. But he goes, I'll still give you tons of crumpets in my dreams, my dear. And he goes, I detest the long goodbyes. And Picard goes, no problem, uh, computer. 
Save Moriarty and then discontinue. And, like, uh, there's another shot of the ship because they have uh, control. And then Picard walks into engineering. He walks right up to Jordy. Uh, Jordy's working on his ship. He goes, Picard goes, is there any damage? Uh, and I don't know, if, you know, this is like a figurative term, too. And Jordy goes, she cracked a, a spar when the Enterprise was shaken. Otherwise, pretty good. And Picard goes, beautiful testimony to simpler times. And Jordy goes, yeah. He goes, geez, I just spoke one word, Captain, and uh, really messed it up. And Picard goes, well, she'll be in ship shape in Bristol fashion. And uh, Jordy goes, Bristol fashion, sir? And Picard goes, it's an old Navy phase, meaning everything in perfect order, it, like it is now, son. Uh, buck up, you did it. You're, all, you're all forgiven. Only person with a grudge is Moriarty against you, and he's been formatted. And then Jordy said, Captain, is it true that, you know, you could fall in love in the holodeck and you can't bring, and he goes, yeah, exactly. You can't bring what happens on the holodeck stays on the holodeck and never, ever open Crusher 4, uh, trust me, or Riker, you know, Riker 6 stash, you know what, uh, and Jordy goes, okay, Captain, and he goes, great, and then they call in, the victory has arrived, and Picard goes, on my way, number one. And Ricard, uh, as he smoothly walks out, he pats Jordy, uh, and the episode ends. So quite, quite a good episode. Uh, good night.